1: And no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin Ten Challenge and enjoy ten smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning: This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
2: I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last twenty-five years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
6: Hello and welcome. It's our number one, our number one of the podcast and this hour, a football hour. And we take a look back at that really silly, silly Thursday night game. When I say silly, it was set up for Tom Brady to march the... Tampa Bay Buccaneers down the field and win the game, and it's right out of Hollywood Central Casting, and Tom Brady got the football back with a little over a minute to go, and then he drove the ball down the field and forgot what down it was, and the Buccaneers turned the ball over on downs. Now, the Buccaneers coach says that Tom Brady knew what down it was. It certainly didn't look like that. A Ben Maller show look-in on what really happened between Tom Brady and, and the clock and the officials at the end of the game. We've got that. Now, speaking of football, and that's coming up this hour. We will also have Benny versus the Penny, which will be available uh, on on the Internet. So if you follow me on Twitter, we'll tweet that out. I think we're doing it at 730 Eastern, 430 Pacific later today. So if you want to be part of that. But uh, right now, it's on YouTube. But right now, here we go. Let's get to it. Tom Brady, did he really forget what down it was? And that the opening monologue of hour number one. There's nothing quite like that savvy veteran at the end of the game to lead your team down to get a game-winning field goal, unless that's not exactly what happens. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast Fox Sports Radio Network, emanating live from inside the magic radio box, also known by its slang name here, the Geico FSR Studios. But we are glad to have you with us, and there's a lot of interesting things going on. We are making up for 134 days without athletic competition to talk about. I was watching three games at one time. And I was able to pull it off, Uh, not that I'm a better person than you, and I didn't even need my right hand to get a workout because I was all watching them on different uh, feeds on the computer there. So I had games all over the place. But we're going to start with football because that's what keeps the lights on around the building here. The, The reason that the lights are on is because of the NFL in large part, and Tom Brady has been a big part of that. I've been at Fox Sports Radio for many years here. We just celebrated our 20th anniversary, and that entire time, Tom Brady's been doing his thing with the New England Patriots and now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So Tom Brady is beginning a stretch now, this Thursday night game, a stretch of prime exposure. Not all prime time. There's several other prime time games coming up, but the late television window on Sunday. So the Buccaneers are going to be featured quite a bit. And so if you're, you're already tired of Tom Brady in Tampa, buckle up, buckaroo, because you are in for it. Now, did you watch the game? You might have been watching the baseball. I don't blame you. The baseball was interesting, although the games were not that great. The late games were not that great. Um, in fact, all the games actually kind of sucked on as far as competition in the, in the late stages. Uh, not, not that great. So anyway, uh, I was watching the football game. And so we'll go to Chicago. The Bears – in the win column, Chicago wins again. They beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 20-19 to on the Thursday night kickoff game for what's going to be another wonky week five in the NFL. Cairo Santos boating a 38-yard field goal with a minute 17 left, and that was the difference. And that's big news. When a Chicago Bears kicker doesn't puke all over themselves and actually makes a kick that turns out to be the game winner, that's, that's – Rare, right? It's very rare. But don't bury the lead, my man. All right, we're not going to bury the lead. So the moment of this game, the defining moment, is not the Cairo Santos kick. It's what happened after that. So the Bears had to kick off. They had a lead at that point. They had a one-point lead. They kicked off with 117 to go. The Buccaneers got the ball, and someone named DeAndre Houston Carson broke up Tom Brady's pass. It was fourth down with 33 seconds left. And that just moments after Santos kicked the go-ahead field goal. But that even doesn't tell you what the, the story here is. The story is after that play, Tom Brady put four fingers up. Four fingers, right? Just like that. And appeared pretty obviously to not realize Game situation, bad football IQ by Tom Brady in that situation. I don't know how you could think otherwise. Uh, Chicago took over on downs, and that was it. Game, set, and match. The better story in the losing locker room here. Now, Bruce Arians, you got to hear what Arians said. Bruce Arians was asked right after the game about what everyone saw. You didn't have to be in the stadium. No fans were allowed in Chicago. But if you have functioning eyeballs, or even if you have functioning eardrums, which is the only way you can hear this show, if you heard the radio call, you know exactly what happened. But listen to Bruce Arians asked about Tom Brady not knowing it was fourth down on that fateful last play for the Buccaneers.
7: Bruce, at the
8: end of the game there, that last drive, it it looked like Tom might have been confused with what down it was. Did he not know it was fourth down? Yeah, he knew. He knew. (laughs) you're a liar you are a
6: liar now tom brady i'm getting all worked up tom brady when asked himself in the post-game video presser uh, presser whether or not he was aware that it was fourth down he didn't give a definitive yeah he knew like bruce arians instead uh tom brady said you're up against the clock i knew we had to gain a chunk So I should have been thinking more first down instead of chunk on that down. Close quote from from Tom Brady. Okay, let's discuss. The question, what the hell happened to Tom Brady at the end of this game? So I've got central casting, pitch man, and cafeteria. And we will combine all of these things together to make some baba ganoush in this Mahler monologue. Now, A... All right. We can sit here and talk until the sun rises, and we usually do most days. Uh, but this game, it's really about the game within the game. The Buccaneers were sputtering along. Even though they had the lead at several points in the game, they came out early at a 13-0 lead, but they were vulnerable. And they they had obviously fallen behind on the Santos kick. They still worked their way into position. And it was set up for a vintage Tom Brady Game-winning drive, set up the kicker, boom, right down the uprights, you win the game. It was directly out of central casting. It was like a Hollywood setup. In fact, as it was happening, I was thinking in my head, I'm thinking, okay, is this more WWE? WWE? Vince McMahon, or is this more like Adam Silver scripted so the Lakers get every foul call and they win the game that way? I mean, I'm going to try to figure out which one it was. So the the Bears coach now, you know who got bailed out on this? Matt Nagy, the coach of the Bears. He absolutely botched the clock management. He attempted a pass when Tampa was out of timeouts before the field goal. It was incomplete. That left a bunch of time and certainly a manageable amount of time for Tom Brady to march the ball down the field. He left the door open. The Bears coach left the door open. And so the Buccaneers went, on this drive, they took over after the kickoff with one thirteen to go. So the kickoff took four seconds. They had one thirteen to go and down by one. And, again, it was perfectly laid out, right? Just everything, just where you want it. Everything's right there. And this was going to be Tom Brady's first big moment in Tampa. And then... He pooped the bed. Uh, And and in the end there, Brady losing track of the downs. That is, uh, up until this point, it's only been five weeks. That's the defining moment of Tom Brady as a Buccaneer. Prove me wrong. Prove me Oh, what about the Charger game? No. No. This, this right here against the Bears, until he does something to trump that, this is the moment. That's the moment. It was humiliating. It was mortifying equal parts of those things. You were the greatest quarterback in the history of your sport. You left the Patriots in large part because they didn't have good players around you. You know, and you, you know, you, you wanted to prove on some level that it was you. It wasn't Belichick, why you were successful. Right. And then you get completely gobsmacked. You look like Brian Hoyer, not knowing game situation. And you have this massive hiccup. Now, Part B here, if there is a silver lining to this, it's that Tom Brady will find a way to monetize it. There are some marketing dollars to be made. Turn a negative into a positive. Why not? I would expect Tom Brady to be doing some kind of airline commercial coming up. Right? Can you imagine Brady as the pitch man if they bring back those old Southwest Airlines want-to-get-away commercials? That was a want-to-get-away moment personified by Brady when he put the four fingers up, I don't know. He's, when he put the four fingers, he's announcing, I'm an idiot. I don't know. How dare you? Uh, bad job by you. But And if not, if not the airline, how about the new face of Pepto-Bismol? Hey, it's Tom Brady. If you're like me and you're suffering from nausea, heartburn, indigestion, an upset stomach and diarrhea all at the same time, boy, do I have a medicine for you. So the the other thing here is, who is the real Tom Brady in 2020? The the question has to be asked, because coming into this game, Brady had two really good games, two explosive games that were of a classical nature, the Charger game, the Denver game. And so he had played very well there. But a couple other games, cover your nose. I'm covering my nose right now because he stunk. Uh, he, He was not good. And so this game on Thursday, I feel like this game was a microcosm of who the Buccaneers have in Tom Brady in one game. Because Brady, when I was a kid, I used to love it was called Fruit Stripe Gum. Uh, and I, I think I got it like a Toys R Us, but they they had they had like a bunch of different flavors. You didn't know what you're gonna get. You get grape, the cherry, they had the lemon, a bunch of other flavors. You didn't know what you're gonna get. And that's like Tom Brady from quarter to quarter. In this game, in the first and third quarter of the game, if you combine the first and third quarter, Tom Brady was majestic against Chicago. He completed 72% of his passes in the first and third quarter combined. He averaged over eight yards in attempt. He had a passer rating of 115, had a touchdown, and was looking good. But then you want to cover your eyes when you look at what happened in the second and the fourth quarter as Tom Brady performed like a clogged toilet. All right? Clogged toilet. He had 52% completion percentage, which is miserable. He averaged less than five yards an attempt. What happened to all those playmakers? What happened to those playmakers? You, you left the Patriots because you were one of those great buccaneer pass catchers. What happened? I know. They're all hurt. I know. There's a bunch of excuses. Uh, his passer rating combined in the second and the fourth quarter was 645 which I do not think is good not that I'm a football guy but I don't think that's good all right last word here so Bruce Arians on the sidelines we played the soundbite earlier from Arians here he looked like he was going to have a coronary at times this guy's had health problems i mean say what you want about brady say what you want about you know the, the big picture there is a crack in the sidewalk with the Buccaneers, and you can make all kinds of excuses. It was a short week. The offensive line had issues. You know, Road team, blah, 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 blah. Bottom line, the fact that Tampa had a chance to win the game is stunning because they went to the cafeteria prior to the game. Cafeteria was open. They ordered up Sloppy Joe's for everyone, right? The weather was not an issue in Chicago. It will be later in the year. They got a, a break. The weather was not a problem. There was no attention to detail by the players. Bruce Arians, I don't know what they've been doing the last couple days. The players were maybe not listening or he wasn't coaching. They had 11 penalties for 109 yards. Now, granted, there were a couple of those. There was one where Brady uh, got, there was a sack, actually, no, of Nick Foles, and they called a... Roughing the passer penalty, which is like a bogus call. But so there were a few ticky tack penalties, but there were a lot of clear and obvious, clear and obvious penalties. So Tampa had a pair of fumbles in this game. They converted just twenty-nine percent of third downs. And the Buccaneers had just one drive of 60 or more yards in the game. They got to the red zone three times and only got one, one touchdown they converted in the red zone, and they had to settle for four field goals altogether. So to sum this all up into a nice little package, Brady, shaky. This is what you're going to get from Tom Brady. Quarter here, he's good. Quarter there, he's good. Quarter there, he sucks. It's a work in progress is what I'm trying to say. It's a work in progress. But So every team's a work in progress. But yeah, Tampa, they thought they were going to go into Chicago. They were a three-and-a-half-point road favorite. The Bears with noodle arm Nick Foles, they were going to walk out of there with a win, and ta-da! Didn't happen. All right, here's the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to opine on any of that, you are more than welcome. Some of you I see asking, why did you not start with the Dodgers? Well, uh, there's a good reason. Our our big affiliate in Los Angeles is doing their own local Dodger programming, and so they'll pick up our show in progress. And so once they pick up our show, I'll I'll have ranted like a lunatic about that, and I'll I'll save some of those comments. We're not going to ignore the fact that Dodgers are back in the Final Four which is a great thing, and they'll take on the Atlanta Braves. Dodgers and Braves, one of those two teams, going to represent the National League in the World Series. And I think we can all agree on this. Whoever wins Game 5, as the Yankees came back to force a Game 5 in the ALDS, whoever wins Game 5 becomes our new favorite American League team for the next week here because they need to stop. The insanity of those scumbags from Houston, the scoundrels of joy who beat up the A's. What a joke. You know, and, and, and I, I'll mention, I'm going to mention this. I'll do a monologue on the a-holes from Houston at some point. But I, did, I tried to stay away as much as I could as much as I could from doing a deep dive on the Astros A's series. The reason is because one of you yahoos listening to us in Northern California is like, hey, Ben, I like that you're an A's fan. Send me this whole big note. He's I've been an A's fan, you know, since the 1970s. I love the you. you know, give me the whole rap and the whole life story. And he's like, hey, he's like, hey, you can be an A's fan, but just don't talk about it because that's really where the jinx is. So if you don't talk about it, the A's will beat the Astros. You know, if you don't do a monologue on it, and so I didn't do a monologue, and they got smoked. The athletics were charbroiled by the A-holes. Well, granted, the Astros were likely cheating, but still frustrating. Frustrating. Anyway, we will press on the snub heard around the world. Are we taking calls? We'll find out. We're going to spin the wheel of producers coming up in a couple of minutes. I'm going to give out the numbers, and then we'll find out if we actually take any of your calls. At 877-99 on Fox, gag on sabotage the show, the saboteur. In yesterday's show, 877 if you'd like to be part. Also on Twitter, of course, at Ben Maller. Instagram, Ben Maller on Fox. The Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. The snub heard round the world. We'll get to that, and we'll do it next. What's so All funny right. about peace, love, and understanding?
7: Oh, oh boy. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Maller here.
6: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter.
2: Follow the Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some
0: things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events,
7: playlist. There's new free shows and
1: movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The journey to a smoke free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Order online at zyn.com. That's Z Y N.com to start your new journey today with the Zyn 10 Challenge. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
3: It's Mallor 2020, and you can be heard in the democracy of the Ben Mallor Show. We encourage and welcome the voice of the people. That would be you following the voice of this show on Twitter. He's at Ben Mallor. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason. I'm at. Eddie on Fox. No play for Mr. Gray. And now, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
6: Well, it's our Friday show because it's Friday, and it's usually how that works. And so we'll have lame jokes (gasps) later on. Another massive week for the unpaid, underappreciated joke writing staff who get spat on by Eddie and the guys if they don't like the jokes. But I appreciate all the jokes, I enjoy all of the jokes. In fact, I'm laughing right now, and Weed Man, who stopped calling the show for like six months, he started calling again, and immediately the Weed Man jokes returned. Immediately. (laughs) Lickety split. Lickety split. Everyone's got jokes. So before we get reaction, reaction from... The Maller Militia on the monologue and where the show is going. We talked about Tom Brady forgetting how many downs there were on a game-winning drive that was not a game-winning drive for the Buccaneers. They lose to the Bears. It's a, it's a bad loss. They were favored on the road to win that game. Koopa Loop is away for this week and for next week. And so we have to spin the wheel of producers here. The wheel of producers to find out who is in tonight. Yeah, let's spin the wheel. round and round and round and round and round and... Oh, look at this. The Bo Show is in here. How about that? The great Bo Benson. Look at that. Bo, welcome. How's it going tonight, Ben? Well, it's going great. The Dodgers are in the Final Four. I won a little money on the football game. I happened to have the Bears, so I was happy that Tom Brady had a brain fart. Even though I would have won the bet, even if the Buccaneers had kicked the field goal, because I was getting three and a half with the... Bears is a home dog, so I'm feeling pretty good. I got the weekend. There's no more NBA to watch, so I'm good on that. I'm going to enjoy some football. <laughs> it's, it's great. Yeah, no, there's, there's still one more NBA game.
8: Yeah. No,
6: no, no, no. See, when I'm off the watch post, I'm the watchdog of sports, but I'm not on the watch post. I, I, I can only watch things I want to watch. I don't have to watch things I don't want to watch. So I can only
8: I, I get to choose what I want to watch. All right, that I entertaining things. I'll I'll give you a call tomorrow. Tomorrow night, let you know the score. I'll be busy. I'll be busy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think I have
6: to go like three states. Text him, Roberto. No, 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 I'll text. him. better Eddie. I'll turn my phone off. Yeah. No, I'll go. I think we have to go like three states over to find a place that's open. We can actually go and live like human beings. So I might, (laughs) I might just drive to like New Mexico or something like that and see if there's anything open. You know, possibly. Maybe I'll go to Colorado. Who the hell knows? Uh, but Bo's here, and Bo. One of the problems we had yesterday with Gagon is he. I learned as the show progressed, and especially when we tried to do the bit at the end of the show, that Gagon has no concept of how to actually screen the calls. You, you do know how
5: to screen the calls, yes? Yeah, no. I, I think by now I have it.
6: Yeah. Okay.
5: Yeah, you can't. You can't blame Gascon, man. I mean, you know. Yes, you can.
6: Well, I mean, he he agreed to produce the show. One of the main jobs producing the show is to interact with the callers and put them on the air and then take them off here. And yeah, I mean, you know, Yeah, yeah. That, I mean it's not that hard. You hit a button, you know. You yeah, knock, no, that's, you, <laughs> that's not, a that's a Bo, Bo's
8: also a great singer, those of you who don't remember it. That is true. Uh, you will find. Oh yeah. Uh-oh. There's nothing there to hide. <laughs> Bo, I love
5: the
6: the enthusiasm that you had for the bit. it was heart it was heartfelt. It's that kind of passion, Bo. That we strive for here at Fox Sports Radio—that is the honest to God personification of what we're trying to do. It is. Listen, I mean, you went right for it. You could feel the you baritone. Find, <laughs>
5: there's nothing there to hide. <laughs>
6: oh, oh, you That's were terrible, so, dude. you were so charismatic. <laughs> you, I was just unbelievable. The likability is amazing. Yeah, and that.
5: I was trying to channel my uh, inner William Shatner, but it didn't, it didn't hit. You know.
6: Well, maybe shats in like 12 years from now or something like that or 10 years from now. But uh, yeah, that uh, that was a tough one. Aye, aye, aye. All right, the Mallard Militia commenting on the monologue. Uh, Let's see here. Page down, page down. Terry in England says, good monologue, Ben. When Brady can't cheat, he forgets important stuff. That's a low blow by Terry. He must have forgotten to pay the referees, Terry says. I am shocked they didn't find an old rule that gave him five downs. Well, see, that's the thing, Terry. I'm glad you brought that up. Because I'm thinking if Belichick is coaching Brady in that same situation He goes back and says, well, when the NFL started, when it was formed by gamblers back in the day, they did have a rule. If the greatest quarterback of all time thinks there's another down, there's another down. So whatever Tom Brady wants, give him an extra down. Uh, That's the way it is. Uh, Who else do we have? Oh, John, the Astro apologist is upset with me. He says, F you, Maller. The Astros revenge tour continues. Now that we've dispensed with the cowardly Bob Melvin and Mike fires he was actually uh, he was active for the series can you believe that the yankees john says and the dodgers are next in the sights see you at the victory parade well john unfortunately there will be no victory parade in los angeles the, uh, they will not allow that when the dodgers win the world series but that's fine uh, i'll be okay with that and you're invited and you're invited if you want to go and see the virtual celebration john but we will get to the astros later and uh, I, I like that these A-hole fans of the Astros think that they're they're revenge tour. What are they getting revenge for? They cheated. <laughs> they kept a little piece of metal. Nobody got punished. None of the players got punished. They're all back. So, like, it, explain to me what they're getting revenge for. Like, I, I really don't understand. I mean, I'm not that smart. Explain it to me. Like, what are you getting revenge for? You cheated. You got away with it. Everyone knows what you did. And we only, need, we only know part of what you did, remember. Baseball did a shoddy investigation. They only gave you part of the story. They didn't give you every detail. There's more to that story than the baseball investigating arm let off uh, or let out. I mean, all you need to know is look at that story that's going around with the Yankees, that letter, supposedly, that chronicles all the stuff that the Yankees were doing. And baseball is doing everything in their power legally to make sure that does not get out. It's part of a lawsuit. Uh and so they're doing everything cuz the the, the, the Astro thing what they were doing just the tip of the iceberg. Eugene those he's he's on the bandwagon. Eugene our guy in Chicago. He says, "Bane, it looks like the World Series is going to be between the Dodgers and the Astros." No, 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 no. I can see a
8: vintage Dodger Yankee World Series. Yeah, the Astros have no chance against. Uh, the how Yankees about these other race?
6: How about this one, Robert? How about Dodgers Rays Andrew Friedman versus I think his it's going to be Dodgers
8: Rays, yes. There you go.
6: All right, I'm down with that. Uh, Double O Mexican says another solid monologue. I gave it a 7.5 out of 10. I know, Ben, you like your sloppy Joes extra sloppy. Yeah. That was one of my mom's staples when I was uh, very young. She liked these sloppy Joes, and I would later When learn was the last the- time you had a sloppy Joe? Oh, when I was a kid, probably. When's the last time you had one, Roberto? Uh,
8: I think it was like uh, here eight years ago.
6: Eight years? You know the exact year that you had it? I don't. I don't Yeah,
8: because I, I made it. It was last like the last time I made See, it. Chef, prob- wait
3: a minute, Chef Roberto. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what is in a sloppy Joe, Chef Roberto? What uh, What is that
8: meat? Uh, it has, the meat has a uh, bell pepper, onion, bell pepper. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Green it's bell peppers. The, and a really over
6: bell pepper in yeah. my sloppy Joe. Oh, well, you, maybe you're. Mom or dad or whatever made it different, but I, I, I recall my problem with the sloppy Joe is not that I did not enjoy it.
8: I enjoy the sloppy Joe, but the problem is
6: you had to eat it really quickly because the bread would get soggy. Yeah,
8: yeah, that, yeah. yeah that's I, the I only didn't issue.
6: like the soggy bread. You know, that was Such a problem. A diva.
8: Well, hey, I like what was to the enjoy bread, what, my what, meal. Was the bread uh, thick enough or big enough though? Do you remember? Well, I mean, you know, like a, you a brioche, a like like a solid brioche bread. Like, no, I, don't no think we, we so- didn't, I wouldn't get that. Soggy, I, we, couldn't, brioche.
6: we couldn't afford the brioche bread when I was a kid. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was whatever my mom came up with. We would, uh, we would. Yeah, use, see, So uh, if you
8: made it again, I think it would be, it'll be, it'll be a different, be a more brioche. enjoyable. Yeah. Uh,
6: yeah. All right. Well, that is that is the wonderful bread. That's the, the it's like eating candy. Yeah, it's great. It is, yeah. All right, it's Ben Maller's show. We've got the snub heard around the world. We will actually take phone calls, verified phone calls, because Bo the show knows exactly how to take phone calls. He knows how to punch them up and take them off the air. So he says he's done it before. He doesn't know how to sing, but he does know how to put calls on the air. So that's good. A lot of the the media is hoping in Kansas City, not the Kansas City guys, but the national media guy that want the NFL to be shut down are hoping Mahomes gets the coronavirus oh, because yeah, they're hoping that happens because there was an embrace after the game. I
3: mean, you do, did you I see was, the video of that though? That was nothing really. Yeah, it wasn't I, like they yeah. uh, you know dry humped each other for a minute. That's a drop. I was totally <laughs> expecting when I saw the video of it to them, for them to be like you know arm around each out. other, walking off the field, like, like toe kissing that was or something. <laughs> Honestly, that was the well, other thing.
8: what's happening right now. Is exactly what happened when you know when baseball and the Marlins, uh, decided the Marlins had to break out. Everybody's like, "Oh my God, baseball's gonna have to have to shut down." The same he's going on with the NFL right now. But I mean,
3: if that if that contact is going to be that infectious, then then he's infected the whole
6: Patriots team. Well, well, I mean, everyone's infected. Think about. It. I mean, if somebody's walking by you and you're you're know, outside or whatever, you're not gonna. It's not that no. contagious. I mean, it's contagious, but it's not that contagious. My God, have some perspective, people. Please stop. Nonsense. All right. Anyway, it's the Bain Maller show as we press on. Now, somewhat related to that conversation about Mahomes after the game embracing some of the Patriots, including one of the Patriots who tested positive for the coronavirus, uh, you've got Tom Brady who has made some headlines here because Tom Brady, who lost again to Nick Foles, and then after the game, he ran away. He did not shake the hand of Nick Foles. This upset Nick Foles fanboys. Nick Foles fanboys were very upset. They were very upset. The postgame handshake between Tom Brady and Nick Foles, uh, that th- this was an issue after the the Eagles beat the Patriots. You remember Brady walked away, kind of left, and people were upset by that back in the day. But I I found I have the video clip here. And so, like, Nick Foles is kind of like he's looking, he's waiting for Tom Brady to come over, and Tom Brady's like, I'm out of here. I'm gone. I gotta I have go no sell. knowledge of anything. I got to go sell some vibrating rollers on tb12.com or something like that. I'm out of here. So he, he didn't even go out and uh, shake hands with any of the – the Bears. This is a great thing about the way world works, though, because you have Mike Florio and those guys who are all upset at Mahomes, and you know all these guys embracing after the game. Oh my God, you know it's like a, it's a nightmare situation. Then Brady doesn't embrace, and now they're killing Brady for not doing it. So make your mind up, okay? Is it? I have no problem with the guys going out and shaking hands and all. that. I have no problem with it. I'm fine with it. I'm cool with it. Whatever. But if you're one of these people saying, oh, you shouldn't be doing that, you're going to spread the corona, you're going to spread the corona, then you can't then be upset when somebody runs off the field and doesn't shake hands. You can't have it both ways. You can't do it. It's like the Astros. You can't cheat and then think, well, I'm going to get respect. And, and win. No, you're a cheater for life. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The Astros can win the World Series for the next 20 years. They're still cheating dogs. Arf, arf, arf. Sorry about that. Uh, let's go to the phones and let's say hello to Real Talk, who's in New York. Hello, Real Talk. Oh, boom.
5: Oh,
6: oh, oh. boom. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, oh there he is. There he is.
9: I do it for you. Woo! That's a little Brian Adams for that
6: ass, y'all. you go. like that, I like the mm. fact, listen, I like the fact, Real Talk, you still have time to call us. You've moved on to the Stern Show, but you still occasionally call us. I like that you're still hanging out with the Unwashed over here.
9: I don't know what you're talking about. I've never been on that show. But uh, remember remember when I sung that song and Roberto had to save Bo on that Brian Adams jam? We did that karaoke bit, remember yes, that? that? was
6: that was your creation. Yeah, yeah. I that. <laughs>
9: thank, thank God, bro. You know, you know, I feel bad because I, don't, I didn't really know Bo was a singer. I, I take the blame on that because... I don't know Bo as well as I should, and I can't think of another way <laughs> <All right. laughs> to get to know someone any better than a quick <laughs> round of Ben and the People. All right, I well, we, we,
6: that. I am now. We don't have a lot of time though, so let's get right to it here. Now, Ben, Benny, and the People. Right, you, this is where you want to learn about some of the guys on the show. You want to kind of learn what they're about. Yes. Okay, so for those who don't know
9: how Ben and Peter work, I asked Ben some questions about a particular person. He gets a chance to respond, and Ben tells up. So question number one, Ben. If Bo Benson can be on the cover of a a non-sports magazine, which magazine would he choose? GQ, Rolling Stone, or Health and Fitness?
6: Oh, well, knowing Bo's appearance, I would go Health and Fitness. He's a workout fiend, that (laughs) Bo, so I'd go Health and Fitness for sure, yes.
9: Okay. Okay, Bo, you want to answer or you just want to keep going?
5: Uh, No, Ben's absolutely right there. Yeah. Okay,
9: Okay. question number two. Does Bo Benson have a pet? And if he doesn't, what kind of pet would he like?
6: Yeah, I don't know whether Bo has a pet or not. He looks to me like a dog guy, so I think he's got a dog. So I'm going dog.
9: Bo, come on. I do have a dog. That's
6: true. Ah, look at that. Okay. Look at that. You can tell a cat person versus a dog person. You can <laughs> tell. They're different people. Okay, question number three. Fruit Loops
9: or Apple Jacks? Fruit Loops. Bo? Yeah, Fruit Loops.
6: All right, okay. I'm free for three. That's great. Ben, you're killing
9: it. You're killing it. So you better get this last question right. And of course you know, Ben, this last question is sponsored by Geico. So, <laughs> Ben, it's only part these days. We're sharing more. Geico's sharing more with the Geico. It's All right, back. stop. 50% on, car, stop. on slash, get back. We're to card. Stop. And here's the last question of the night. Are you ready, Ben?
6: Yeah, I'm ready. I can't wait. Interesting. <laughs> All right, we will... <laughs> We'll move on. At we got the NFL pick him, but we have time. We don't have to bump the NFL pick him. Here's the Who Am I game. Joe Burrow became the first rookie in NFL history with 300-plus passing yards in three straight games. You might remember that last week for the Bengals. He also joined me as the only rookies with 900-plus yards and six-plus passing touchdowns in a three-game span. Again, Joe Burrow joining me as the only rookies with 900-plus yards and six-plus passing touchdowns in a three-game span. Who Am I the answer next?
7: Be sure to catch live editions of The Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
2: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with
7: Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Haya searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iheart radio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote
4: if you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change you really only need one reason to do it but with zen nicotine pouches you can find many Not only did Zinn create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zinn is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zinn is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zyn. Find your Zyn online or in a store near you at That's Zyn.com/find. That's Z Y N.com/find. Warning: This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
3: If you're a regular listener, you know the Ben Maller Show is unconventional sports talk. We dabble in the outlandish and bond with the freaks and geeks. Facebook's a digital playground for all of us. You can chat with other P1 friends on the show. It's painless, and you can cancel any time. Just like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio
6: Studios, it's Ben Maller. So it's not that I don't have confidence that we could get the NFL pick them in because I am confident we could get it in right now, but I don't want to be rushed. I don't want to be rushed, so we'll. Me neither. We'll push it back a little bit, right? Push it back, push it back now, and we will have it. And also, I I just got the heads up there, Roberto. We're green light go at the top of the hour. Yeah. As our affiliate in LA. Lawyers. will uh, end their local programming and they'll shift to our show. So I'll put my baseball hat on and we'll. Talk some baseball. Did, because did you baseball see who else was
3: wearing a Dodger hat today, Ben?
6: Well, I'm sure a lot of people were wearing Dodger hats. I, I, well, I don't somebody, know.
3: Somebody big in the sports world was wearing a Dodger hat today.
6: I, I didn't see
8: that. Uh, who, who uh, yeah, I saw. Uh, uh, guys. Oh, boo! Uh-huh. Boo!
6: Wagner. I thought he was a Yankee fan oh, yeah. growing up, right? Cowboy fan, Yankee fan. Then he became a Cleveland Browns fan and a Cleveland Indians fan. Now he's a Dodger fan. Jeez. Can't stand those Fairweather fans. I always picked one team a year, Eddie, and I stuck with that team the entire year when I was changing teams. All right. Anyway, here's the Who Am I game. Joe Burrow becoming the first rookie in NFL history to have 300 plus passing yards in three straight games. Did it last week. He also joined me as the only rookies with 900 plus yards and six plus passing touchdowns in a three game span. Who am I? Uh, let's see. John David Booty. Yes, by Rob. I am Philly Rob, who loves Nick Foles. Is going with Carson Wentz. DeBricashaw Ferguson was guessed. Robbie the Mariner fan says it's Tom Brady. Tortilla Man Tony, the late, great George the Animal Steel. The Tom Petty lookalike Burt Jones, guessed by Malibu Rubin. Uh, who do we have? Bastion Booger from Rob in Vegas. Dan Marino tossed out by Ken. El Pollo Loco from the Real Martin at the airport in Denver. Double O Mexican giving us Gino Toretta. Christina in Spokane is going with Ed from Spokane. She has a tattoo of Ed from Spokane. Frank in LA says it's Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. Sid Luckman Guess by will. Ivan in Houston's having a coronary because I'm not giving the Astros their respect. Uh, Who else do we have? Wally George. There's a good name from the Notorious One. I used to love Wally George. You have an answer, Eddie. Quickly, please. Yes, it's Kelly Holcomb. Oh, that's a good name, too. Kelly Holcomb. How that guy kept getting jobs is beyond me. The correct answer, though, Eddie, the man that quit on football. He couldn't handle it. He couldn't hack it. Andrew Luck of your Indianapolis Colts. He said no moss. He tossed in the sponge.